0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Mymac podcasting network.
1: Well, we all have to have something to play with.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And that's yeah. folks is how we're going to start Geekiest show ever this week. Um Of course.
2: <laughs> of course. Mike has something to play with.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I uh, I think the, the theme of this show is going to be purchases. We've uh, looking at the show notes here, we've got uh uh people have bought various things here. Uh, but before we get into uh, you know the uh, the monetary portion of the show, we have to do by you know by law. I think there's a law somewhere that says we have to do the weather. The bylaw. We, the bylaw. Does law, the show
0: yes. have bylaws? Okay. Uh, done now?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we're making this stuff up as we go along. So yeah, it's it's a law now, people. So uh, let's start with the weather. And um, I don't we know how have about- weather. Ooh, weather. Uh, let's start uh, east and work our way west. So, Elisa, what? your weather like out there.
2: Did I say last week it was fucking cold? <laughs> I think you said it was fucking cold. Okay, if I did, I didn't mean it because this week has been fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> um when I got up this morning it was nine. Nine. Not oh not God. with a zero after it like Melissa. It right. was nine. <laughs> like you're in front it. of it hitting me i mean i look outside i mean my car's in the garage though so it's okay but i'm looking outside at my neighbor there's ice all over their cars it's awful so right now it's 25 and mostly cloudy uh we are going to hit ooh a high of 44 on tuesday we're happening and then it's going to be 30s 20s it's actually going to be warming up a little bit through the 20s 30s and possibly 40 on friday so we're having a heat wave hmm <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, and our temperature here right now is currently 36, um, and all that evil snow... Oh, well, I'm talking, it bumped up to 37. Awesome. Um, And all that uh, dirty snow that uh, we had last week is now mostly gone, so that makes Kevin sad, me very happy. Um, So it looks like we may very well have a brown Christmas, which is okay with me, um, Mm -hmm. because our temperatures, um, it looks like it'll be in the 30s, well, by Thursday... Uh, we'll get into the teens somewhere, uh, only a slight chance of precipitation. So, um, I, you know, I'm kind of a sort of a bah humbug person, so give me that brown Christmas because at least there's no snow that uh, we need to uh, deal with. And when we get into our purchases, I do have a snow-related purchase. So that that will make, uh, I think that'll get Kevin's motor going there. But otherwise, the weather (laughs) here looks fine. So let's see about that person out there who's all toasty warm and everything.
0: Well, all of your snow angels came here and died. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) It's raining now, actually. And it's so pretty when I'm looking at my new iPhone because I'm looking at the weather and it's actually raining on the screen. There's water droplets. Like, I never see that shit. I never get to see that. So I'm actually excited. See, out here when it rains, people get excited about it. Out there, you're like, oh, it's raining again. Out here, we're like, you know, out there doing dances. And yeah, no, not quite, but. But it's, it's, it's actually kind of refreshing. So it's been rainy. It's been good sleeping weather. Um, we are in the 50s, believe it or not. It hasn't even hit, and it won't hit 60 today at all. It's 56 right now. But it will. Today's just going to be the only day. And then I guess, um, yeah, just today it's going to be rainy. The rest of the day it's going to be back to sunshine, the dreaded sunshine. And we'll have a high of 71 on Wednesday. But the rest is going to be all in the 60s and the upper 50s. So, Okay. Yeah. We've had some weather today. That's it.
1: Yeah, well, and that kind of leads us into our first uh, topic here because uh, Melissa mentioned that she's uh, she can see uh, rain on her iPhone, her brand new iPhone eight plus, right?
0: Finally, did it. Finally, got it. Yep. Yeah, and I have I have something funny to tell you. So. Uh, I've been, it's no secret, I've been sick. You can probably hear it in my voice a little bit. It's just this time of year. I don't know what happens. My lungs are like under attack. So I have my mute button ready to go in case I have a coughing fit. But I was so ill that I couldn't even get out. Like I didn't have the energy to muster to get out to our own Apple store. And you guys know what that's like. I mean, our Apple store is kind of a boutique and it's always like really busy. And so my ever loving husband actually decided to sacrifice himself and go pick up the phone for me. I tried to make it super easy for him by going through all the you know I did the order on the phone and used the Apple Pay like it was already paid for and I said here you know because he has has my old iPhone he always gets the hand-me-down so he's excited because he gets a a, a new used phone and uh, all he had to do was hold up the, the little QR code and what's funny is so I'm telling him about the process and my husband is not necessarily like he's he's a geek and a nerd but of a different flavor. He's not like the type of geek and nerd that we are. And so his eyes are starting to glaze over as I'm like telling him what to do and he's like he's like so I have to go talk to the smurfs. <laughs> like, and I just started laughing because it really didn't need a whole lot of explanation. So now every time we talk about going to the Apple store, it's like he, he's like, well, you know, they, they come up and they, hi, how are you? How are you? Are you having a Smurfy day? He's like everything has a little eye in front of it. So he equates the Apple store with Smurfville. <laughs> I'm going to have a coffee pitch just thinking about it, but I think it's so
2: funny. So he, But at know. least he would go. If I told my husband, <laughs> his eyes would glaze over and then oh, he would yeah? pass out. Okay, so you
0: have one of those, too. When he went to
2: buy me, oh, what did he buy me one time? I think it was an iPad. Uh Yes, it was an iPad for my birthday. Uh He had to go with one of my kids because (laughs) he said there was no way he could have done it by himself because he has no idea what to do. That's funny. He is so not technical. And every time I say, do you want my old iPad, he's... Why? I'm like, oh my God, who are you?
0: <laughs> who are you? Why did I marry you? <laughs> well
1: that's kind of my wife too because first of all, our nearest uh, Apple store is five hours away in Minneapolis, so uh, that's Ooh. probably not something. First of all, if I could get her to go to Minneapolis and to a, uh, an Apple store on top of that, I think it would probably be the end of civilization as we know it. Um, but uh, for her just to go out and make any sort of purchase like that, no, I'm, I'm the, uh, the, the tech uh, <laughs> techie in this family here so uh whatever i say she just nods and goes yes dear you know mm-hmm. just yeah. I, yes
2: I, so that's just, that's him too yeah. mm-hmm. that's how wanna, it is
1: here i don't want to hear about it just you know uh, or i'll hear you know some version of uh yes dear down the um with a little more um uh, uh bit uh, bite to it coming down the stairs about mm-hmm. you got to come up and take care of this thing because today for, uh-huh. for, for whatever reason I don't know I, I don't know if our TV is uh, possessed or not but it's just been spontaneously changing itself to HDMI 1 which is our Roku oh. And why is it doing that? And, well, I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the Roku's, uh, you know, doing something. But anyway, so I've had to go up there and it's just, you know, just press the button. Change Perform the an exorcism. Yeah, something like that. Sacrifice but,
0: a chicken or something. So, mm-hmm.
1: but, okay. And they're like, so,
0: oh, how'd you fix that? They, they stop, you know, I think the spouses probably stop asking after a couple of years, how did you fix that? They, they don't even bother now.
2: Just, oh, the, they just, just take care fix of it. it. Yeah, just fix it. Fix oh, it works it. now? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Melissa, I'm interested um, – you chose the iPhone 8 Plus.
0: Did you look at the 10 or were you strictly looking at the 8? I was strictly looking at the 8. I was not, I just did not want to go for the 10. I mean, in part because of the cost, um, because, you know, it's not just the iPhone. Then there's the case and the protection plan and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't just the $1,000. <laughs> cough. Um, but yeah, the price was a big turnoff. And I really just didn't want two reasons. I, I didn't want to go that bleeding edge. That's just. It's one of those things where I, I'm trying to not so much keep up with the Joneses, but as a field technician and as, as a consultant, I try to have not the latest and greatest, but at least what, you know, closer to what most of my clients have, or at least I'm, I'm not even really trying to get ahead of them that much, but at least try to stay on top of the the software features. Now, if one of my clients gets a plus, well, you know, I'll get to go fondle one and touch it and i I think we'll i'll probably have to just oh it'll just be so terrible you know it'll just be a horrible day at work when i have to go touch an eight plus and try to figure out how to play with it um but i really wanted the other reason was that i went with the plus was for years now i keep seeing people with pluses i keep um i keep (laughs) mike's distracting me (laughs) I
1: i might set her off here people
0: Oh, I've been having enough sleep and I'm sick. It's this is just not a good combination. Um, I've seen people walking around with plus sizes. I've he- I've heard people talking. There's been so many times, you know, you know when you get that nagging feeling where where you think about, well, should I do something? And it just keeps nagging at you and nagging like that's what I've been having. I've been having this nagging feeling that there's been so many times where I've been working, like really working, like getting work done on my success and wishing that the screen was just a little bit bigger for certain tasks. And after seeing a couple other people having them, and then my dad having one, and then more and more of my clients, because, you know, I I work with an older demographic, so more and more of them are getting the plus size because it's easier on their eyes. They can see. It's not even so much that it's easier on their eyes, but what I've been noticing, and it's happened to me too, even the keyboard, the keyboards are so tiny that with arthritic fingers or really, you know, bad vision, you can tend to miss the target when you're trying to type. I've watched people try to type on a really tiny screen and it's kind of, it's really painful because they miss the targets a lot of times. So more and more of my demographic of the people that I serve are getting bigger screens. And so when I'm doing a lot of remote work, there's times when I'm trying to help someone and I realize that we're fumbling because they have the bigger screen and I'm not seeing everything that they're seeing when it's, you know, dealing with a certain interface of an app. So it was just time um, I don't know if I'm going to stay with this plus size. I mean, it is—it's big. It's—I'm still trying to figure out like a, how I'm carrying it. I have it in a case that has a ring on the back. I have a lanyard attached to it. I'm just—I have glass—a glass protector on the front. I'm trying to figure out like you don't just carry a plus size. You—you you wield it. That's what I feel <laughs> like. It. I feel like I'm wielding this thing. It, it's a big slab of glass. It's—it's it's a big honking piece of of tech, but the more and more I was thinking about it, it was like, I don't want just a phone. I mean, I hardly ever even use the phone portion of the damn phone. It's more, I was really after the better camera. That was, that was one of the biggest deciding factors with going with the plus size was I really wanted the better camera. There was just, I kept seeing people taking pictures and I kept thinking, Oh, I want that feature. I want to be able to do telephoto. I want to be able to do portrait. And even if it's in post, there's all these things I wanted to be able to do with the camera. And I just thought it was time. So, so that's why I decided to go with the plus. I, Wasn't I? I, Yeah, I really wasn't thinking that much about the about the ten. I figured, you know, people will get it, and I kind of figured, well, let them let them, you know, ride the bleeding edge and let them work out all the kinks. Because you know, you guys know how it is when it's like that first iteration of a new product like that. It's like, you know, there's bound to be issues with it, and. I'm not one to sit there and complain a lot, but I've I've read people's reviews and people talking about. It. You have some people that are just you know, oh, it's glorious and it's perfect and there's nothing wrong with it and it's great, it's great, it's great. And then there's other people that are, which I really it, I appreciate the the constructive criticism. You know, there are people that critique different things about the the user experience because that's what I'm really after. I really really enjoy studying user experiences, so I like to sit back and watch and see how that goes. But from what I have been told as far as sizing is considered you figure the 10 is in between the 8 and the 8 plus if we're just going to use those for for um, reference points as far as size goes and I feel like as much as I'm liking this big screen and I like it now I think that as time goes on because I I do this about every two years this on average that's about what I do Um, so in two years time from now maybe the price will be a little bit more stabilized maybe it'll be more affordable who knows maybe be, i might have more clients i mean anything could happen and then you know maybe with the second iteration of the of the 10 design i might go with that but i'll tell you the other big big consideration that keeps me away from getting the 10 besides just the, the sheer price uh, sticker shock of it is the lack of stealthiness i've said this before in other podcasts and i think i've told you guys in the past that I don't know if it's just because I'm a mom and I'm always, like, used to, like, using my devices on the download. Like, I'm just always used to hiding from the kids. <laughs> you know, you just don't want to be interrupted. So, you're, oh, let me, you know, sneak that text in or let me sneak up, you know, looking at Pinterest or, or something. I just feel like I've always been sneaking around to try to get work and stuff done or even just socializing. And everything about the ten, the iPhone ten, it just seems like there's no way to really hide. You kind of, like, you have to look at it. You have to put it in front of your face. It doesn't seem like there's really a sneaky way to use it. Like what, I think I've said this before, like what if you're in a movie theater? I know that's rude. I know that's terrible. But, you know, as a parent, like what if you're at a movie theater and the babysitter needs to, you know, get a hold of you because the kid said something on fire? I mean, I'm just always thinking about these like little things of like, I just don't like the idea of being cut off from my device. I want to be able to get some kind of surreptitiously intercept some kind of messaging somehow. And I don't know, the iPhone 10 isn't really doing doing it for me in, in that department. Have you guys thought about that at all? And
2: well, I was interested
0: excited? because
2: we talked about this on Three Geeky Ladies last week. We had an episode, and Suze bought a 10. And she has nothing but high praise for it. I did she, see the headline of that, and it sounded like she was going to be raving about it. So. Yeah, she absolutely she, she loves, loves the face ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loves the animo... The, well, the, uh, yeah, what that's... Animoji? An Animoji. Loves those. She sent a couple to us that were pretty funny. She absolutely she loves it. She loves the 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 glass, the the
0: clarity of the screen. She just that she had. She loves it. She absolutely loved it. It looks and, like it's a really sweet form factor too, and that's what I was saying about the size. I think in two years I'll be ready to go back down to that form factor. It it sounds to me from what it looks like and from what I've heard, it sounds like that is the sweet spot between for for what works for most people. Like it's not too small. I still think that there's a huge market for the SE size because that's the tiny one. And then I think that there's a huge market for the people who like the, you know, people will call them flat phablets, the, the larger screen, the plus size screen. But I think that probably what we'll see, don't you think like the eight form factor size will probably be more in favor of the 10 form factor size? It just seems like the, the perfect size. I think I would enjoy that.
2: Yeah, I still have the seven and I'm not in the market for a new phone. I thought mm-hmm. I might have been because my husband has my 5S, which mm-hmm. is now four years old. I bought it around now. Four years Mm -hmm. ago, that's what my husband has. It wasn't holding a charge anymore. Yeah, I said, "Oh, great! You need a new battery." Mm Is that if we're going to spend money on a new battery, I'm just going to get a new phone. You'll get my seven, and I'll get a new phone. He's like, he just laughs because he knows I never get anything. He's never had a new phone.
0: Right, mine, mine hasn't (laughs) either, and he's happy. He's he doesn't complain about it
2: at all, which is which is wonderful. He he doesn't care. But I'm thinking, oh my gosh, which would I get? Would I get the ten? Or would I get the eight? I mean, because mm-hmm. the face ID is just not, a. I don't care. I don't like edge-to-edge mm-hmm. uh, phone. I, I've seen it on a Nexus. I think it was a Nexus, whatever. When, it was it was an Android phone, and I really didn't like it. The good thing, though, was I said, you know something? I bet you it's your cable. That's what's why it's, your battery isn't holding a charge. Oh, and I gave huh. him one of mine because uh, I gave him the old cable, but it was black taped together. Uh huh. Yeah. We we've, we've gave that them. Too. Mu- yeah.
0: I gave them. <laughs> hey, my... that's what Sukuru is great for. We talked about that last I yeah. remember? <laughs> but I charged right up and I said, oh. I'm just going
2: to order you a new cable, like uh, the, one yeah. of my Amazon purchases. So I just ordered them a new cable and it's been fine. So yeah. we don't have to think about that right now. Well, Getting the battery
0: the battery, the whole battery debacle thing has been a huge push for me. So I've, I've talked about it before too. You, might, you might've heard me complaining about it with my, my. I guess I can say that now, <laughs> my old 6S. Um, it just wasn't holding a charge. I mean, it just kept draining. It would. I'd be lucky if I could get maybe two hours or three hours out of it. And I think that was in part because of what I was going through with the, I I signed up for family sharing. I set up a family sharing account and the, everything I do with tech, there there's no easy way. There just isn't. For me, I don't complain about it as far as, you know, the actual tech that needs to go into it. That's not what I complain about. What I complain about is the hardware. I wish that the battery could hold up to my demand. And that's just the problem is I have, I use these phones. I mean, I, I use them, I live on them. I do so much work with them. And I'm always constantly tinkering with stuff that it just, it just kills it. So that's, what's been difficult for me over the past like year, because with that phone, I had, I had taken it in. There was a, I guess you call it like a, st- a silent recall where it's not necessarily like in, in bold headlines the hey, the batteries suck on these. Go ahead and bring it in for a replacement. There's like this, you know, oh, you might have heard about this particular model of battery that didn't really, wasn't up to up to snuff. So, so I had it replaced last year, almost exactly a year ago. It's been just a little bit longer. Sometime in November is when I had it replaced. And so that whole year has gone, right? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, got the battery replaced. I totally expected it to hold a charge better. And it did for a while. Like I could definitely feel the difference it wasn't doing the thing where the 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 biggest problem with those batteries was they'd get to like 20% and then they would just die your phone would just discharge right before your eyes without any warning it never got down to like 3 or 1% you did, that just didn't exist with those batteries and that's why they replaced it so that problem was fixed but it was still draining like it still just wouldn't i could never get near not even close to a full day of use out of it i was always having to charge it but then there's all these other factors i'm a power user i live in the freaking desert where everything just gets murdered by the heat here um so that's a big big factor and you know i'm always pushing data around and stuff like that so i just figured for that whole year's time That it was just me. I just thought it was all me. You know, there's it's just got to be me. There's just got to be you know something that I'm doing or or something out of the norm that I'm doing with this phone that's just causing it to to die faster. So I never really complained about it. And then of course after we updated to iOS 11, then there was all those you know other people were complaining about battery drain. It wasn't just me. And then I started to think, hmm, I don't think it's just me. I think it's definitely this update. Um, I know they always take a hit. You know, I try not to complain because I know that there's indexing that has to go on. And then, of course, you know, I went and I did something. I made changes to our family plan and then all that data had to be pushed around. So I know that that definitely had some impact on it, but it just seemed like it was way out of control like in, as far as how fast it was draining. So what I ended up doing was, now I'd done all my own triaging, all my own troubleshooting because it's my jam, it's what I do, and I read a lot and I do a lot of research. I, I tried to do everything I could to conserve on battery, completely, you know, almost like disabling the phone, basically, like very crippling the phone, you know, turning off lots of features that I really would have liked to have had, but just I knew that they were draining battery, like notifications and things like that. Um, so I, I went through that path, I restored from an iCloud backup more than once, um, the last resort, the last holdout, as you know, is to do a nuke and pave where you basically just, you know, you back up your phone and everything and you try to save things that you that you can save and you basically just erase the phone and start completely over as a brand new phone. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go through this process soon anyway because that's that's the process that I do. Every two years, I do a nuke and pave. The reason why it's different this year is because now I have the kids involved, whereas before, like, eh, there, theirs wasn't that big of a deal, but now we have... He's only 11, but he's starting to get to be that age where we're starting to get he's starting to do a lot of like after school activities. And there's been again, it's one of those nagging things. It's like, oh, he just had a phone. He could have texted me about the time change of that club or that after school activity. And it's just starting to get nagging for us. So I might set him up with like a track phone or something. So there's that. So he, the the boy will inherit m- my husband's five S that he has now. So we just pass them down the line. Nothing goes to waste in this house. So that's why batteries are really important to me because they need to last, you know. And I try to hold out as long as I can. Have you guys ever used any battery packs that you like? Have you ever used any cases or do you just walk around with chargers or what do you guys do for batteries? Well, I have a case. I can't remember the name brand. It's not a Mophie. It's, um, oh,
2: gosh, off the top of my head, I cannot think of it. Mac Alley, maybe? That sounds it, like it. it might be. be. Yeah. It was made for the 6S, but my 7 does work with it. And mm-hmm. I use that when I'm on vacation. Or if I know I'm going to be gone, say, if I'm going to a Red Sox game, and mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to be near a power outlet, and I use those. And I can get maybe
0: one and a half to two charges out of it. Okay, that's good. I know taking pictures really drains the battery really fast, so and I'm always taking pictures, so that's another thing
1: um on my five my five, which yeah, that doesn't that's a different size than the rest of the phones, right
0: and those fives were notoriously yeah. bad at batteries, like yeah. they just had a I, reputation for having terrible batteries.
1: I had a battery case um I was gonna look it up, but like I said, I don't think uh um that case will fit other. It was a Max Boost uh, case I put on there, and that's what I was using. But it wouldn't fit
0: the five S.
1: Yeah, five S.
0: was there something different about the five S than the five that the case wouldn't work? I can't remember it, what, what it would
1: was, be. Was it different size?
0: Did they change the Did they change the side button or something? Maybe
1: something on the five like S. But or something? Um, uh, I used that one uh, the last year or so. Of, but I had my iPhone because yeah, the battery on it was uh, I was. And, you know, I use the crap out of it. And so I would need <laughs> it to get through the day. Now, I'm curious to see how your 8 Plus does because, again, I use the crap out of it. But uh-huh.
0: uh I… How's it doing for you right now? You've had yours for how many months now?
1: I think we're going into our third month. And as, oh, okay. as the battery ages, you know, well, I'm sure performance will start to lag. But, uh, yeah, I'm using the crap out of it. So when I leave for work, it's fully charged. And while I'm at work, I listen to, you know, four to six hours of audio stuff. I get notifications, almost anything. Hey, you want a notification? Yeah, sure. Send it to me. Uh, I'm just mm-hmm. that You have all the things way.
0: turned on with yeah. all the switches are on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bluetooth. I run uh, my Bluetooth headset plus uh, uh, t- a Bluetooth watch and a Bluetooth activity tracker. So I'm really using it. And, if uh-huh. if I don't do video, because sometimes when I take my lunch break, maybe I'll sit down and watch something. Or sometimes at <laughs> night when I'm auto scrubbing, I got a suction cup phone holder that goes in the middle of the steering wheel of the auto scrubber when I'm doing the hauls. so I can sit there and watch video while I'm mindlessly that's going nice. up. It is so that uh, when if I do that and use video, I'm down to like fifty percent after about. Really, n- that's
0: n- pretty good. Nine. That's hours excellent. That's, that's really amazing. Really yeah, yeah, that's that gives me
1: hope. <laughs> yeah, so even if I don't do the video, I'm somewhere around 60, and yeah, you know, I haven't looked real close, but, you know, I still have roughly two-thirds of my battery left yet, so I could probably go the whole day using it the way I do, and I think it would mm-hmm. probably, and then like on days like today when I'm just home here, um, and I'm not using, you know, uh, Listening to audio and doing that kind of stuff, uh it'll last you know all day without any problems. It'll probably be uh well, I just throw it on the charger when I'm down here because I got the chi charger um,
0: yeah, see that's the other thing yeah.
1: the wireless charging yeah
0: yeah well, Mike, so, Mike, when you listen to podcasts, do you
2: listen at regular speed or do you do an increased speed
1: i I just
2: I ping the battery I, yeah. Oh!
1: Oh no, I, I I used to, but I just decided to be normal. I listen to them at normal speed. so but I used right. to be one of those people that listened to them at 1.5 or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's what I do. You know, depending on the podcaster,'s mm-hmm. between if I use overcast, it's about 1.3 to maybe 1.8. It depends on how fast the person talks. You know, mm-hmm. if they talk really fast, I'll slow it down. But if they talk very slowly, I'll speed it up. I'm and downcast, way. I do it one and a half because there's just too much to consume and not enough time. But right. that's supposed to take a hit on your battery. Oh, processing the, the fact that it's processing at a, at a faster speed. Mm-hmm. Because mine's I down to, that way, too. Yeah, mine's down to 39% already.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's between listening to podcasts. Actually, not that much in podcasts. Maybe two hours worth of podcasts and
0: the rest listening to my Sonos. Right. I can tell you for a fact that because of my morning routine of like taking the kids to school, I would leave the house. I would take my phone off the charger at, you know, unplug it at like 7am and go run the kids to school and do some errands. And I'd be listening to podcasts and doing stuff. Now, mind you, some of the time it's plugged in, but I tried to do like a test and leave it unplugged. And of course, you know, it's hot here and all that kind of stuff. And by 1030, that 6S battery would be at like 24%. Mm. Yeah. I saw that happen several times. I mean, and that's why I got to thinking, I'm like, all right, now wait a minute here. I am not, you know, this was after the the photo cloud syncing was done and all my things were populated again. I'm, and I was starting to think to myself, all right, this is not just me. <laughs> this is, there is something really wrong here. But that's, right. that's the problem is it takes so long to figure out, and that's why I hate the fact that, you know, there's a warranty that's only a year because you think, oh, it's a whole year. But for someone like me who's constantly testing things, it just, it does. It's like it's like research and development kind of that it took that year for me to put all those pieces together and to figure out that, no, it really is just a crappy battery. It's not just all the stuff that I'm throwing at it. It's I mean, it sure doesn't help, of course, that the stuff that I throw at it plus the the heat and everything that it takes, it takes a hit on it. But I just think it should have been a better battery. So like I was saying, the last holdout, the last thing to do was to do a nuke and pave. And, and this was, have you, I don't know if you guys have tried it yet, but have you tried using the Apple support app on your phone at all? Okay. I, I tried it just on a whim to see what it was like, and, and it was a good experience. I mean, there was a, a slight, a, a little bit of a delay of waiting, but it's kind of like that same thing where, you know, when I work with clients, a lot of times they'll they'll hire me to basically like be the liaison between them and Comcast or them and their ISP or you know some some problem that that they're having, and they get so irritated by trying to call for tech support or try to call for these. So, you know, that's part of my job. That's part of what I do is like I, I get on the phone. But in the past couple of years, I've been just avoiding the phone as much as possible and just using the chat. See, and they don't really kind of know really how to chat that fast. So I can get problem solved a lot quickly by going through the chat and giving them all the information that they ask for. So I really like using chat support for, for just about anything. That's what I used, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I ordered my new plan with my ISP and stuff like that and just it works out better
2: so Yeah, I, I prefer the phone
0: I prefer the phone because it's it's easier like to, to explain yourself and especially
2: if you have a strange problem it's not just something simple like uh you know my, my computer won't start up or
0: you know something like to call a and t and t that way oh god <laughs> we know that <laughs> Yeah.
2: But I, I think it's just easier. And then that way they can ask you more specific questions and then you're right there to answer them. And it's because a lot of time I can't stand the we're so yeah, sorry you're having problems. To. I can't stand that the the canned yeah. responses. I just yeah. like
0: slap. Just get to it. Just, All right, you you know, know, stop stop saying you're sorry. Just get mm-hmm. to the problem. Right. That yeah. is frustrating. But for this particular issue you know I, I wanted to finally see not necessarily get to the bottom of it but i guess what what i was curious about was i was going to try to like bat my eyelashes and be like you know uh, this battery was replaced just a year ago, like five days ago. It was a year ago and I'm, it's still not it's still not performing like it should and you know, I'm wondering if I could just get it replaced. And I mean I was kinda of hoping that they would be like, Oh yeah, we'll we'll schedule an appointment and you'll go to the Apple store and you know, they'll just they'll swap it out or whatever. And of course, you know, that was just wishful thinking. But hey, you don't give what you don't ask for. So you, right. you gotta at least try. Yep. Um so I used it and the thing that they do that's interesting is they basically like ping your phone and they run a diagnostic report yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. So that was handy. And that was just something that I had plugged mine into iMazing and looked at, cause there's different tools that you can look at to check the battery health. And of course I plugged it in when it was really low and it said that the battery health was poor, which, yeah, I mean that makes sense, but I was really hoping to have some kind of like a deeper battery diagnostic, like how many charge cycles are left and, and things like that. You know, does that seem normal and that sort of thing. So that's what I was able to, to make happen with that chat support in the Apple support app and so they pinged it i wish they would have given me a report and and if i had the patience i could have asked for them to like send it to me 'Cause she would have had to run it again, but even that took a couple minutes and I was like, eh, I just didn't have the time or the patience for it. I just took her word for it. But she said that the battery passed. And so basically it confirmed what I knew was, yeah, you're gonna have to do a nuke and pave because that's the only way to really process of elimination, rule out whether it's something software. And and it could very well be. It could be like a rogue app that's running in the background that's doing some kind of process that should be killed or it should be in like a suspended state of animation and it's not and you know I just have no way of really knowing what that is because I do run test flight and I do test apps for developers and you know there's there's that too so there's there's no doubt in my mind that it really could be a combination of just the heat and the the powerful you know way that I use it the stuff that I throw at it and then on top of it there's probably some cruft. there's probably some boogers that are clogging up the works in the software and the only way to rule that out is to nuke and pave it. So I think my hypothesis is that when I completely wipe this phone off and set it up as a brand new phone as my husband's phone and set it up off all his apps and his data and his iCloud and all that kind of stuff, it'll probably, I'm hoping, knock on wood, I'm really hoping that it will behave itself for my husband and be a better phone for him than it was for me. That's that's what my my goal is with this. So that's why I'm in the process of doing the nuke and pave and for his phone, it won't be nearly as painful because he doesn't, I mean, he has, he has a couple of pages of apps, but nothing near as like what I have. I have like hundreds of apps that I had to, you know, manually going down. Like I, I was sitting there in bed. I've been sick. And so I've been doing breathing treatments. And so this is not a pretty picture, but I'm, you know, hooked up to the breathing machine and I've got all these iPhones around it. I'm poking this one. I'm doing this to that. And I'm signing out of that one. I'm doing this one. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of using my old phone as a checklist. Okay. Did that app transfer? Okay. Did all, the, did all the data transfer from that app to this app? Yep. Looks good. Okay. Now I'm going to delete that one and, you know, trying to keep backs, backups of stuff and I tell you, though, the process was interesting. Um, I don't know how you did it, Mike, when you did it with just this new phone. Did you you just do like an iCloud restore? Did you do the thing where you have them next to each other?
1: How no, did you do yours? Because I had the, I went that year with Android, so I didn't have any iPhone oh. backup. So basically, I started from scratch. You
0: were all squeaky clean.
1: Yeah, no, completely. Yeah, cuz I uh um downloaded uh, all my new apps. I didn't have any, you know, cruft. So yeah, this is you know, it's not wow. a, it's a, a new nuke and pave, I guess, if you want to call it that or, you know, okay. bre- uh virgin territory here. So There was uh,
0: nothing you'd you brought over from the 5 then.
1: Um
0: Except for your iCloud and whatever you had stored, like I mean, I don't know if you use notes, pictures, all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: and I mean, yeah. I did have my iPod and my iPad, so um, I had you know some stuff came in from there. But uh, yeah, there was no iPhone backup, so maybe that's part of it too. Is that and you know maybe that's affecting my battery life. Uh, You know, on the positive side is that I didn't bring a lot of stuff over. Mm -hmm. I'm adding a lot of stuff to it, uh, as I always do. Because hey, it looks like it's going to grow. Yes, and (laughs) I have you know, I got the two fifty six gig, and so yeah, it's like I got plenty of room. So let's put stuff on there, and we'll see.
0: Yeah, see, that's another reason why I only stick with the sixty four because I try to contain myself. (laughs)
1: Literally, I I gave up on (laughs) containment. That's that's no, yeah. You're you're ready to six also you ready to just let it and all go. And I look go. at it as
0: another backup, you know, they're backup for your photos, yeah. for your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I, I know I can get out of control if I, if I right. have that much room to play. So.
1: Well, we'll have to see. <laughs> I, how. I don't
0: mind having to delete a couple of apps. So yeah, it right. was interesting. It's always an opportunity when you do a nuke and pave to see which apps either what has happened is you know oh I, I, that looks like a really fun app that looks like something i might want to do and then it sits there for two years and then you go and you evaluate well do i want to keep this or do i want to delete it and you come to find out that the developer has abandoned it and it no longer works anyway so it's was like okay like, goodbye you are the yeah. weakest link goodbye so there was a lot of those there was a lot of just eh, i just lost interest in this particular thing a lot of like these photo apps that i wanted to try to do stuff with and and what I realized is, I really just need to get a better hold of my my photo library. I've just have too many albums and events, and I just need to like pare it down because every time I try to do something, it just takes forever for it to load. And so, yeah, there's that. So it's been a it's been an experience, that's really? for sure.
1: Well, we'll have to. Uh, you'll have to report back in and see how things go and what uh, your experience and what your battery life has been. But um, so you've had a uh, positive uh, Apple experience with your stuff. Now I think Elisa has a less than positive experience with uh, her Apple product.
2: Uh oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my watch is just dying a slow and painful death. I think you got a lemon is what I think happened. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's gone. I mean, the last couple of days, if I get 10 hours before it hits 20%, I mean, today, I've been wearing it, this is the ninth hour, so I put it on, well, I, put it on just before eight o'clock and then took it off to take a shower and then put it back on again for the rest of the day. I have done zero exercising. I have, uh, let me see, come back. I have four minutes of exercise and that might be because I was running through staples. That was it. I've done no official exercise. Mm -hmm. The only thing I have done is like I said earlier, I was listening to some podcasts, which affects the watch. And I was listening to Sirius XM through my Sonos player. And I am right now at twenty percent battery. Oh my gosh! Since we sat down and we have been recording less than an hour, it went from twenty-nine percent to twenty percent. All
0: mm-hmm. I am doing is sitting. Yeah, that's that's a problem. When you can see the percentages going down that quickly, that's there's there's something that's draining. Oh,
2: look it. at that! Is it, now it's eighteen? It just dropped oh to gosh. eighteen.
1: Uh, no is that a wow. series
2: zero? Zero's
1: yeah, series yeah this zero. is original okay like, but original the thing one.
2: is i mean granted i understand that three three more have come out
0: since then but it's yeah, but only it's two years old okay right, it's a two-year-old watch they should yeah. be built to last right. longer than that yeah mm-hmm.
1: for, so, especially for the
0: price point that they are i mean you know we yeah. <laughs> have like a, an old what is it not a timex but a, a shark watch that i wore for like 10 years you know yeah. it's you know it, it doesn't before, do all the things that an Apple Watch does, but still, I just think well, it should have a lot longer of yeah. a life cycle. Which is why I've said before, I don't know if I want another one. Yeah. You know, has been choice shy kind of a thing, huh? You
2: know, like I have a feeling my husband might have gotten me one, but if he mm-hmm. didn't, we, you know, which is fine if he did, right, great. Right. But if he didn't. You won't be too upset either. Yeah. I don't feel like, oh, I have to run out now and buy one. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially because they haven't even been on sale. I've seen no sales whatsoever on a, the Watch 3. Yeah, I've seen them on the Watch
0: 2. The Watch 2 has been was. on sale. Yeah, yeah, well, last
2: year, when, when year
0: there was, and this year there
2: wasn't. When got this one, it was, oh gosh, he got it on sale, but then it was the wrong size, and he bought it at Target. And I went mm-hmm. to Target to exchange it for the correct size, and then I said, oh, and Best Buy has it for $50 or $60 less. I said, well, you price match, match it? Oh, yeah. I said I really oh, don't good. want to go to Best Buy because uh-huh. it's at the mall. and It would have been a nightmare because it was a day after Christmas.
0: That's and where I, I got mine. And, and they said, "Oh, the sure." Market. They
2: said, "Let me let me just call and find out because they didn't have a price. They didn't have a Best Buy ad." And they they called mm-hmm. and they checked. And they go, "Okay," and they gave me a sixty dollars credit. And like, nice works for me.
1: Right. And, yeah. But the, so,
2: still, I think I think at that time it brought the price down to about three hundred
0: dollars. Oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and you
0: know, I I got mine mine too for like under that it was like two something it wasn't even like quite 250 i don't think there was a, it was a black friday sale
1: and i I've, I've thought about the apple watch but like say i you know i've got my uh pebble watch which is no more and i've got my mm-hmm. um uh garmin uh, fitness tracker and they both do everything that i want a watch to do the pebble right. every i don't know 3 days or so i think i have to charge it up the uh garmin will go 4 5 I've never run it down that low that it need to be recharged. Uh, usually when I charge the Pebble how
0: long, watch. How long have you had the Pebble?
1: Uh, a little over a year now, I think.
0: Oh, more, oh, okay. I thought you yeah. had longer than
1: that. Uh, I'd have to look. It's probably around a year and a half, I think, roughly. I don't think it's been quite, no, two years yet. but And the Garmin I've had for about a year, I think it's pretty close to that. Um, Which do you wear more? Well, I wear both of them, one on each hand. Okay. Uh, just oh. uh, I just... I like them both for different. This reasons. is
0: how you roll. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. Mm-hmm. I. I yeah. got. I've got. Uh, you know. If we're gonna go down this road here, I've got um, six rings on my finger and two watch. Uh, six ringer mm-hmm. Rings on my hands and two watches here. That's yeah. That's the way I roll. Uh, I'm just de- uh, different. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> you just like that stuff. We that's had no cool. idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. um, and like I say, I, I I like the Pebble Watch. I guess because it's a dinosaur now, it you know was bought, bought out by Fitbit, and they're at least still updating it yet. But uh, um, that one. Uh, what
0: is the Pebble good for? You you said at the beginning you said it's no more. What makes it no more? Because it doesn't oh. talk to your devices because oh, the, of the Pebble.
1: Well, no, I mean they're not going to make Pebble anymore because Fitbit bought them okay. out. And uh, it's getting rolled into the Fitbit line, so there is no more Pebble watch. And so there was a little bit of a kerfuffle there, but they will keep uh, issuing updates for a while. But I know it's not going to last too long. If we get another year out of it, maybe. Um,
0: okay, the writing's
1: on the wall for that. Yeah, so hardware-wise, it's not really yeah, going to be no. supported.
0: It's not like you can no. get a replacement
1: or no. upgrade
0: to a new version, that sort of yeah.
1: thing. Yeah, you know yeah, they had- watches. They've been having sales on these, but I do like it because I like the different... Uh, you know, it doesn't have the quite the watch faces that the Apple Watch does, but I've got a nice little uh, Star Trek uh, uh, watch face on... Well, on both of them, actually, the L-Cars uh, display. Um, but, you know, it does everything I want it to do. I can look at it, and it'll tell me what the uh, temperature is and the weather and uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have to remember to charge them but that's like every couple of days maybe if I had an Apple Watch yeah one. not
0: every day every yeah. couple
1: of days yeah. that's different yeah. yeah and that's the difference and that may be actually kind of a downside I guess if I had an Apple Watch and you had to charge it up every night and put it on the stand um, mm-hmm. and there's been a time or two that I well
0: do paid. you sleep with your watches on
1: yep Uh, You do, okay. I know
0: some people that I used to when when I that was my next question for you guys though. Like have you always been watch people? Because for the longest time I was. And I and I I did. I slept with my watch. You know, like I said, it was a fabric, it had a fabric band and it was a shark watch and it was all water you know resistance to really high depths and all that kind of stuff and so i did i wore it all the time and i rarely ever took it off to the point where like it's nasty like it, it had developed like soap scum under and all that kind of it was gross i know that's tmi but just trying to give you an idea and and i think uh the only time i ever took it off was for because i was a bridesmaid at a wedding and the major Honor was like no you can't wear that for the wedding i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you know I was just that kind of person and, and then I kind of, when I got a smartphone or actually when I started carrying a cell phone, then I stopped wearing the watch. So my question to you guys is, have you both always worn a watch despite having a smartphone? Did you go yeah. through a period of time where you didn't wear a watch or have you always been like, nope, wear a watch, sleep with it, wear it in the shower, wear it everywhere, everywhere, everywhere? I stopped,
2: I stopped wearing a watch
0: once I got a phone, but I didn't wear it in the shower. I didn't wear it to bed. I just wore it during waking hours. So, for you, it's normal to just take your phone off, or your phone, yeah, <laughs> your watch off, put it on, you would have put it on your nightstand regardless. So, that's not a different habit for right. you. Yeah. But For Mike, you're used to wearing them. And yeah. so you have to, You think to yourself, oh, I, you know, you feel naked going to bed without a watch on, right. probably. Well,
1: and even then, because uh, when I'm at work, I, uh, carry my phone in my saddlebag there, and that's why I have the watch, the, uh, a watch, in this case watches, so that when a text message comes in or an email comes in, I don't have to pull out my phone. I can just look at the watch quick right. and see, do I have to deal with this now? Because like at work, sometimes you, know, you need to come to the office. You, there's something you have to deal with. And I can just look, uh, flick my wrist, look at the watch and see what it is and deal with it. So yeah, even with a phone, I'm still going to have my watch just for the notifications and Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. And even on well, this, is before I had a watch, when I worked out at the potato chip plant, it was my uh, responsibility to time batches uh, of potato yeah, chips. That's and, important. And so, just having, and that was before smartwatches. This was the uh, the Casio watch or whatever that had right. a stopwatch built into it or whatever. And so, I would start the stopwatch, and I used to wear it was so that the watch trace was on the inside of my wrist. So, when I was packaging, mm-hmm. I could just kind of rotate my hand a little bit, see what time it is, and go back to it. And so, it, for me, it's more about convenience and being able to do things and keep an eye on things so uh yeah i'm <laughs> always going to have a watch i grew up that way i mean i started out with timexes and um you know that we when i was like a teenager and some of it when you're on the farm you need to uh kind of keep track of time sometimes uh you know make sure you don't want to be late for dinner uh, you know, or anything like mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. yeah nope
0: I think motherhood changed it for me, too, because I just didn't I, I didn't like the idea of wearing because I was like you, Mike. I used to wear rings on almost all my fingers. Like I just for a long, long, long time, I did that. I, I was a multi ring person and I always really enjoyed jewelry. And I would feel kind of like naked if I didn't have it on my skin. Like right now I'm going through a wedding band thing that I'm sitting here wringing my fingers because it, it feels really awkward without it. Um, but when I had kids then, it was like I was constantly you know, changing diapers and like they were always pulling at things. They're always playing with things. So I, I felt like I just couldn't wear a watch and I couldn't wear jewelry the way that I would have liked to wear jewelry. So motherhood just kind of changed that for that whole landscape of just wearing things on me, just wearables in general. And I think it's because I'm transitioning out of that now that the kids are older and they're not constantly, you know, pulling things off of me and, and fiddling with that kind of stuff. I think now it's like safe for me to wear a watch again. And now that I wear a watch, for the longest time, I, I looked at the Apple Watch and I was like, pfft. I don't need one of those. That's just, you know, pointless. That's just useless. That's just such an, you know, an accessory for your phone. And I thought it was really pointless until like I finally decided like when the sales were really tugging at me and I, you know, my clients started getting them and I started getting more questions about them. And it's definitely been worth it. And I mean, is it a necessity? Can I live without it? Of course I can live without it. There's a lot of things I can live without of, you know, when you become a parent, you just learn how to survive that way. But it it sure is really, really nice just for those things that you described, you know, just being able to glance at things. And now that I do have this large phone, and I and I do rely on it a lot because I set my phone down a lot more than I used to. Of course, I used to just always carry it on my pocket. Now, it's, it's huge. I'm not going to be carrying it in my pocket. And I am going to be, okay, these three places in the house is where I'm going to set this thing down. And hopefully, you know, one of the kids won't pick it up and play with it or something. But I like to use the, the pinging feature to find it. That's definitely always really handy. And, you know, even just simple things that I never thought was really necessarily a need but you know when I go to tuck the kids in at night sometimes they're really rammy, and I wait till they'll like calm down and sometimes they've you know fall asleep and so I'll go into their room and I don't want to wake them up and I'll you know go check their closet make sure their their clothes are ready for school and all that kind of stuff and having that little that little flashlight the little torch on the watch where you can flip it up have you guys used that at all yeah I find that so handy because Then I can just, you know, have this nice little small little glowing light and I can I can kiss them and tuck them in bed and I can go root through their closet without disturbing them and having to turn the light on. It's like this little night light, you know. So it's just all these little these little extra uses that, oh, gosh, I'm really grateful for when when I do have them. So if if my battery was draining like yours, Elisa, I would be really tearing my hair out. (laughs) That would drive me crazy. Yep. We're at 17 now so oh I, do they even make do they even make little like do they make little bumpers do they make little things that you could put on the the watch to extend its battery like they do for phones I've never seen such an animal I wonder if that exists I uh, what is it I wonder if they make like a little battery case for the watch I mean it would it would make it god awful larger and, and more bulkier but you know just to so you wouldn't have to be plugging it in all the time charging it I wonder if they make some kind of a battery pack for the phone I mean for the watch I keep saying the phone the watch
2: well the good thing is, at least for me, <clears throat> it takes about what, two hours to charge fully. To charge it doesn't you back take up. that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I won't. Once this thing mm-hmm. once I get I just have to live to six o'clock. It has okay. to live until six o'clock. And then I'll get my twelve hours of standing in and then I'll take it off for the rest of the night. Because I'll engineered so your day. I'll be mad at it and I'll just right. put it down and
0: say, Go in the corner. That's funny. <laughs> you've misbehaved. <laughs> Time management for your yep. for your watch's battery. That's funny. Yeah, I uh, just wanna have the, the ways, my twelve hours of standing.
1: So the ways we have to live. So what you you're what you're saying is you have to have a timeout for your timepiece. That's right. Okay. What it sounds like Okay. Well misbehaved. Okay. Well and you know earlier I kinda teased something about some of us had some other purchases uh out here uh that we uh we're gonna kinda talk about today. Uh I'll throw out a couple of mine here. Um and I don't know. Well, I'll spend so much time on. It. But I did, uh, and I'll be getting it Monday. I ordered the. Um, I got to find out what the name of it is for the uh, Echo to answer the phone. Um, let's see. Here. Get out. Yeah, the one that uh, you can connect your phone to it. Um, I should have had this brought up here and ready to go. Uh, the Echo Show. No, no. Oh, I'm the, looking
0: at. I'm looking at your your. Are we doing picks? I'm looking at your, your no. pick here. Is that no, no, no? Okay, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, no, because I'm
1: excited about that. Oh yeah, no, I figured you guys would be. No, it's a device that you hook up to your phone line so that you can use uh, your Alexa. Um, oh, here is this Alexa. Yeah, a the landline. The Echo Connect. Oh, I woke it the thing up. <laughs> over there. The Echo Connect. So you connect it to your phone, and then you can just tell your amazon assistant whose name i won't use um to you can either initiate phone calls or pick up phone calls um and that i find kind of interesting because yeah i don't need it but i just like to play with that stuff and you know at and the nice thing about this one is you know for people who are homebound who don't have cell phones who have because this will work with a landline and so yeah. for $35, you could get this. And then you can get a. Right now, the dots are relatively cheap. They're $30. I $30, think. yeah. Yeah. So for roughly $70, you could get a hands-free phone system for a landline for you know, a relative who. Uh, or even if you want that, you know, help by phone and you can't get up. Uh, moment mm-hmm. um, it would work for that, so like I say i just i I, I just kind of like the idea I want my you know my jetson future here where um, <laughs> I could just call out and say you know call somebody or answer the phone mm-hmm. uh, or if your hands are dirty uh or you're busy or something like that you can just you know either make the phone call or answer the phone or whatever and uh I, like I say i'm just i find that kind of interesting and i wanna um, just experiment with that and like I say I just you know, it's it's something for when me. When does that, it come? Uh, Monday. It was, yeah, it
2: says it's released tomorrow.
1: Yep. So it sh- it's it's mm-hmm. in the mail now. So I should get it by. Um, it says it's supposed to be arriving Monday. Um,
0: hmm. Well, I'm I'm interested. You'll have to report back on this because let me let me tell you what I want you to test it with because uh, okay. here's something that I observe with with elderly people from working with them is sometimes they don't have the lung capacity to be able to project their voice very loudly. Uh, some of them are very soft spoken or they had to <clears throat> you know, constantly clear their, their, their throat or they have, there's like a, a brain mouth disconnect because they're trying to think of what they're going to oh. say yeah, and then they trip over road. themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested if you could throw that at it and, and test right. that out and see how well does it handle it? And I want to report yeah. back on that. I, I'm curious about that.
1: Well, cause, um, I, there's been times that I haven't spoken really clearly sometimes. Um, uh, I'm ready to go to bed, and I'm just a little bit tired, and I don't speak quite loud enough that it hasn't picked me up. But on the other hand, though, too, because I've got several around the basement here, so whichever part of the basement I'm in... Um, I can, you know, have something so I can hear it m- mostly. So I don't have to have music so loud in the morning. If I want to play music when I get ready for work, I don't have to have it so loud so I wake my wife up. So I got several around here at a decent volume. And there's been times I've been sitting in my office and call out something, and the one in the bathroom will respond. So it, mm. I think it's relatively mm. quiet if you, you know, enunciate. And that yeah, may be the thing.
0: That's, that's the thing is enunciation. Yeah.
1: Is, yeah, and there's been a few times too that I've kind of tripped over my tongue, uh, or there's been a few times when I've had my I've taken my my denture out before I went to bed, and so I get a little mush mouth then when I'm trying to talk. And there's been a few times that it went, "What light do you want?" When I'm telling it to turn off the office light or whatever. So
0: um, you got to think about what you're going to say. Yeah. Like your brain has to process mm. those items. And, and pro it's almost like you have an inventory in your head that you have to run down and then you have to think about the word that you're going to say and it's like, Hey brain, meet mouth. <laughs> Would you like to work, yeah. work today?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I have that issue from time to time. Um, um, just trying to, you know, I have to stop and think what it is I'm going to say. Uh, like uh, quite often I listen to stuff and with my, uh, uh, Google Home, it's um, a little bit more, because what I like to do with that one is um, tell it to play a certain radio station on Pandora, on a gr- and I have groups set up for that, so I can tell uh. it to play everywhere, or I can tell it to play downstairs, so you have to say, play, uh, let's say, Progressive Rock on Pandora on downstairs, so then that That's gets... A-
0: of vocabulary you have to keep in your brain. Yeah, there.
1: and I'm. hoping. I wonder
0: how older people will learn to, to
1: yeah, drive that train. And for me, it gets a little <laughs> clunky sometimes. So yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like play on on you know, and you have to say. I'm hoping that as these uh, assistants progress, they will um, do natural language better and say, "Hey, I want to listen to my progressive rock. stage. "Oh, you mean this one on Pandora? Yes. Where do you want to listen to it? Everywhere. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you could have, and you a, have to
0: know what words to tell it. So you have to yeah. learn the vocabulary first. You have to learn yeah. the commands. Yeah, because that's what's difficult. I think what people have a hard time with Siri because they have to learn what exactly, like how you have to talk to it. Because even when you're playing podcasts in the car, I, I use that heavily a lot, and I'll I'll tell her, you know, rewind one minute, and she'll say skipping back one minute. I, oh, did you? And I think to myself, should I say skipping back? So then the next time I'll say. You know the the command, and I'll say skip back one minute, and then she'll say rewinding. I'm like, so it almost seems like it's built in in a way to like kind of give you an alternative, like. Okay, you told me that and I got it, but you could have said this just so you know for next time. And so then you say that and then she'll say, well, you could have said this. And I mean, there's at least two or three different variations of that command that you can say. And so I, I wonder if that's sort of partly natural language. And then the other issue that I have with it, that's why I was joking with you guys about being in the bathtub, because I actually did try it. It failed. But when I I texted you guys and then I named our our group chat Goopod with the hope that when I got in the bathtub, I was hoping that I could interact with the cell phone, (laughs) that I could interact with Siri and have her play, you know, say the messages that you guys were texting and then text back to the group. But she didn't get it when I said it. And I said to send a text to Goopod, it didn't it didn't work out. (laughs) So that was an interesting text. And then the other problem that I have that I want to ask you about is when I'm trying to use Siri to do this stuff, I'll be listening to something. And if it's a podcast or music or something, she can't hear me over the sound that's playing when I'm trying to give commands. So for example, you know, when I'm, I joke about it, but it's, I mean, this is a real life case use case scenario when I'm soaking in the tub and I have my phone over there on, on the sink because I don't want it near the water. Well, now with this phone, I probably can keep it Closer. In fact, I'm looking forward to that, being able to like reach out and actually press the home button with a wet finger and not have to worry about getting water inside the, the, the crease there. Anyway, um, I digress. But uh, that's one of the things that I really want to be able to do is be able to control music and podcasts and playback and text messages and time and weather and all that kind of stuff while I'm soaking in the tub. Now, well, I imagine you can do all that with the Amazon products, but yes. there's, well, no, there's no problem while it's playing music. It can still hear you. Yeah. For the most part, That's unless you got it really
1: cranked. Now you got to understand there is a difference here because your iPhone has one or two microphones. I forget what the what the iPhone has. Um, I think
0: it's one on the top and one at the
1: bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like either the the Google Home or the uh, Amazon products, I think they have seven. Uh, what do they call it? far-field technology or whatever. So it's listening in all directions. Okay. And I don't know if it does. um, There's been times when, yeah, I've had music playing and I say, you know, what's the song or, you know, skip ahead or something like that. Uh, Now, what I have had a little problem with is sometimes I will turn my chair around and will face the TV in the back of my office here rather than the computer. And I have my uh, dot sitting on the desk here. So I'm facing away from it playing a game or something and I want to tell it to skip a song, well my voice is projecting because I think it uses Mm -hmm. uh, location, whichever hits it first. So the one behind me that has to bounce off the wall and get back to it, whereas I'm facing the door towards the bathroom there, that one will respond because it probably got the message first. And so Mm. sometimes when I'm playing a game I have to turn around, I swivel my chair a little bit back towards the desk and tell it what I want it to do so that the other one doesn't Respond so there's uh, I try to be a little directional with it when I have you know several scattered around here. But I think as far as sensitivity and being able to pick it up, I really haven't had too much of a, a problem uh, with that. Uh, and like I say with your iPhone, you only got the one uh, one or two mics, whichever. But they're probably only facing one direction. Whereas these a lot most of these home assistants have several uh, to pick up. From every direction, so it'll have a mm-hmm. leg up there, as opposed to your phone. And I don't know. Uh, obviously, we uh, these devices wouldn't be able to use. Um, um, I'll have to look into it. It won't be able to use uh, iMessages, but I wonder if it would be able to use, um, you know, some sort of a text messaging service um, to send things.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Wonder how you how you do that. I just texted you guys something in Skype as you're talking about that it's just reminding me. Have you guys seen have either of you seen the movie called Why Him with James Franco and Brian Cranston? I've no. seen
1: seen it out it there. It is
0: hilarious. <laughs> and it it makes me think of it. You have to go watch it because It's it's a good holiday movie because it kind of centers around Christmas and and stuff like that. And you know, basically the gist of it is like there's this guy and there's this girl, and they've fallen in love, and you know, he she's kind of embarrassed and she waits for a long time and finally decides to introduce the boyfriend to the father who's Brian Cranston, James Franco's boyfriend, and he's just this like real like he has no filter. (laughs) He swears all the time. And I mean this this movie's like right up our alley. I think you both really, really enjoy it. It's hilarious. But one of the, the main features in the show is uh, Kelly Cuoco from Big Bang Theory. She's the voice, the voice of the assistant that's in his house. So he's basically like a really like uh, I won't spoil it too much, but. He has this place and it's all it's like it's like a wet dream for you, Mike. It's all wired and it's got it's a paperless house and it's all automated. And so uh, Kelly Cuoco is always the voice that you hear. She's like the the assistant that comes on and he tells her what to do. And so they kind of learn how to talk to her. And it's just really hilarious. And I think you'll really really get a kick out of it. That would be one of my one of my picks. I would highly recommend. It's called Why Him, and I guess it came out I don't know maybe a year or two ago. Uh hey, 2016. Comedy. I think it it's, might be free on Amazon, maybe? On um, Prime. You there you go. Definitely watch so. it. It's 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 loaded with F bombs and it's really inappropriate.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's oh,
0: just my favorite. <laughs>
1: Okay, may I have I'd to be interested. Check
0: I, I, I want to know what you guys think of it, because it just really plays into what we're talking about. I really <laughs> think that you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. So that's, okay. that's my assignment for you, you got to go watch um, that and tell me what you think of it. Okay. okay, so it's not
2: free. I thought it was maybe it's a different Brian Cranston movie.
0: It's on HBO. If you have it on HBO. Yeah, I think that's where we're it's on it. HBO, but not on Prime. Yeah, okay. so I check it out on HBO. And I, okay. I think the reason why I think my husband put it up when we watched it was I think it might be one of the movies that might be expiring soon or something. You know how sometimes they mm, come and yeah. go. So uh, so do it soon.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll have to check that one out. Uh, then I was going to throw out my other purchase that I had gotten here. This is one that I think Kevin will like. Uh, let me drop a link into the show notes for uh, – the Star Wars – the Star Wars one? Not yet. That's my. Oh, come on! That's my pick. You're I know you're. Me here. You're chomping at the bit there. I know, but okay. <laughs> this is the one. Like I say this. I know Kevin will like this one. Um, I bought an electric snowblower that should be arriving oh. Wednesday, because <laughs> um, he you know he loves his uh, his snow and everything. And then I saw a snow
0: angel transporter.
1: <laughs> sure like in star trek um except these just get blown across space not transported but
0: they get beamed.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah i'd like laser beam but that's different but uh no i i got this one because uh you know here we have to have something to move snow we uh, i'm and i'm getting to the point where shoveling really isn't that uh well, i just got a notification that it's been shipped awesome uh <laughs> yay on my pebble watch but anyway well, uh um,
0: looks like you in the video <laughs>
1: It uh, could be, but anyway, uh, you know we need to have something here. I'm getting to that age where shoveling kind of sucks, and a, 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 mo- a gas-powered snowblower, gas engines, after a while, get to be a royal pain in the butt. And we don't have that big a driveway, so I, I was, uh, I had a notification through the uh, the Kinja deals where they had a battery-operated one. And I thought, well, oh. but that battery one only worked up to like eight inches of snow. And we get more than that around here sometime. And so I started this looking a little bit more.
0: 800 pounds of snow per minute. Yes. 800 pounds of Isn't snow Isn't that per exciting? Minute. Holy yes. crap. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. No, when you have yeah. that much snow on the yard, it is that exciting. Uh, hey,
0: I live yeah. in a place where you don't have to shovel sunshine. And even I get excited about that. <laughs>
1: Uh, So this one here, but this one is corded, but our driveway just goes straight out, straight back in. So I don't think that'll be too much of an issue, and we'll handle up to 12 inches of snow. So I kind of went, okay, let's get that. Uh, the old snowblower that we got—I think I'm going to put it on Facebook. See if somebody wants to buy it for you know 100 bucks. Be about half the price of what we paid for this one. Uh, if I can get somebody to take that one, and it's old, it's but it's
0: on sale. It was 290 bucks, and it's on sale for 200 bucks now. It's 80. Yeah, so
1: off. Yeah, so I nice. thought that wasn't a bad deal. But like I say, uh, I'm not that I want snow, but when we have snow, I want something to move it. So I'm kind of excited to try it when we have to try it. That makes sense, but mm-hmm. so that okay. was kind of my purchases for the week. Uh, Elisa, did you have a few more that you? Uh, I see something. About well, you. last
2: week, yeah, last week I talked about those lanterns, those little four-pack oh, yeah. of lanterns. Yeah, well, they came in, they came in, and uh, they take three double A batteries. So I put batteries in all four of them to see how it worked. That gives out a lot of light. That was really good. So what I did is I took three batteries for each one and I taped it to this to the top. Ah. Uh-huh of mm-hmm. the um, of each flashlight, and it goes in the bottom. And it's really secure because when you're unscrewing the bottom to put the batteries in, I mean, you're just like, duh, 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 you're probably twisting about 10 times before the bottom finally comes out. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's nice and secure. So I gave one to my husband because his office is totally inside the building, so it has no windows at all. So if he loses power, he's completely in the dark. So okay. at least he'll have the flashlight on his iPhone, to see where he put the flashlights, so we can put the batteries right. in and have some light. And yeah. then I put one—I put one upstairs and two downstairs in my house. So if we ever lose power,
0: we're going to have plenty of light to I at least sit. are you picturing these around your pool.
2: Um, we don't really go out there at night, at um, night. because there's like skunks and raccoons. Oh. And <laughs> well, now you can. <laughs>
0: Lanterns, Especially the scars that off. scare
2: the crap out of me. Yeah, but I mean, we could put them outside on the deck. We do have lights on the deck, but you know, we could also do that. So these were seventeen dollars, and granted, I haven't actually used them. Used them, but I did test them, and they're they seem really good, and they gave off a lot, an awful lot of light. The other thing I bought. This came Thursday. Is Melissa's your recommendation? Oh, did you get it? E Tech City. <sighs> The back, the back and neck oh, massage. I'm I don't know how you like I it. I debated. I'm like, oh, do I really want to do it? So I got it. And you're supposed to take. A, it has a velcro strap, and you're supposed to take that and put it around a chair. I haven't tried okay. not using it around a chair. Okay. And the only chair that it really works with that I have is just a regular folding chair. Uh-huh. So I set it up and I tried it out, even though it's for my husband. I opened it up. And it all set <laughs> well, yeah, up. You
0: know, quality control. It you know, hurts. Just, you know.
2: They warned a, you yeah. in the comments. It hurts yeah. because uh-huh. this is not just one of these massagers where it just goes like ripple, ripple, ripple. This has like, mm-hmm. you can eyeball needing. it. It's got uh-huh. these like little round balls in it. Yep. And when you turn it on, it goes. The the, the balls you. turn <laughs> in one direction for a minute, mm-hmm. and then it goes in the opposite direction for a minute, and it goes up to 20 minutes, and it turns itself off. I didn't last more than five minutes so far.
0: <laughs> oh, and it, can't a, put it doesn't massage you. and assaults you.
2: It really <laughs> digs into your back because you're sitting there, and you're going, ow, ow. And then uh-huh. the next day, I'm like, ow. Oh, no. <laughs> my, my muscles hurt. But Oops. I thought for my husband, it would be really good because he's yeah. always in a lot of pain with his back. He's always yeah. lifting, and he, he's always in a lot of pain. So oh, he like, comes home from work thursday night it's 9 30 at night he comes home and i said i got you a present but you got to close your <laughs> eyes so i set it all up for him i plugged it in i so he covers his he covers his face oh, and i'm funny. walking him in to where i have it and i'm like sit down and he's starting to sit down I'm Like, no not that don't sit that far back don't sit you know, sit on the edge and i'm trying to guide him. he's like what are you doing to me oh, so as he's sitting i'm putting it on he sits down uh-huh. and I'm gently pushing him back so he's not. Did you give him deep. a safe word? I mean, yeah, you know, what is too going on? hard into it, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and then he's going, "Ow, ow!" <laughs> I'm like he didn't
0: care for it. He didn't oh. like it either. Oh,
1: <laughs> no. See, I, oh. I've got one similar, except well, mine has. Thanks for has... taking
0: one for the team.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, now, does yours have heat and massage? Or
0: yes, it does.
1: Yes, he. Well, minds? when he
2: came home from work on Friday. He says,
1: where's the massager? I said, I
2: thought you didn't okay. like it. He goes, well, we have to give it another chance. And he tried. And he's uh, like, uh, I don't. Neither one of us are overly enthused with it, but I'm not sending it back. I think okay. it's something yeah. where we just have to get
0: used to it. Yeah. It's a shiatsu. Right. That's why. It's a deep tissue yeah. massage.
1: Yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And see. I the, think. The, the, long long part. Part. <laughs> the, the one I've got is a uh, uh, heat um, uh, massage and uh, it also has vibration in it, too. And uh, yeah, it. Uh, it when it finds knots in my back, yeah, it kind of, but it's one of those things where it hurts so good. Uh, exactly. That's right. It's that's,
2: that's absolutely, you're like, ow,
1: ow, (laughs) ow, ow. (laughs) Yeah. And my chairs are too big for that, uh, strap to go around. So I just kind of hold it in place with my back and I lean into it a little bit too much because it does, uh, I've kind of, my, it's kind of hard even through the shirt. Um, my thick sweatshirt, it's kind of irritated the skin from it going around yeah. and around like that. But still, it's one of those things that when you come home and your muscles are all knotted up, uh, it, it just feels good to have that, uh, you know, uh, beat out of you there. And then I did one of my other purchases I got last week too, was a foot massager, shiatsu foot massager. It was supposed to have heat or well, the massaging part. So you just set it on the floor and stick your feet into it. So the massaging part does work good, but the, I, I wanted something to keep uh, help keep my feet warm. I don't notice that so much. Again, I think I will hold on to it because when I walk, you know, it's not unusual for me to walk ten to 20,000 steps a night. So when I come home, mm-hmm. my dogs are kind of sore. So yeah. uh, it, yeah. I, I'll keep it around just to massage and uh, make them feel better. But I am a little disappointed that it's uh, – because it, right now my feet are a little cold because – it gets cold down here in the basement, and I want something that would. Well, and you warm would think up. the
0: with the shiatsu it would it would sort of get your circulation it does, going, so maybe sort that's of, supposed to help warm you yeah. up a little bit.
1: But you know, part of it's in my toes, and I don't know how much is going to massage my toes. Yeah, certainly the mm-hmm. soles of my feet. Uh, it will. It does that really well. Uh, well, I
0: put that on my wish list in hopes that you know my hubby or you know one of my family members would get me that. So I'm, I'll I'll wait till after Christmas, and if if I don't get one, then I'm gonna
1: buy one for myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you? <laughs> well, have- the
2: other thing that I got,
0: hmm. the other thing I got with the massager
2: is I ordered a book, Fifty Years of Rolling Stone: The Music, Politics, and People That sh- oh. Shaped Our Culture. I saw this at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh huh. But it was $65. I was like, oh. no, that's not happening. Because right now at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they've got this one floor, actually two floors, that is just dedicated to Rolling Stone magazine because of their 50th anniversary. Oh. So I said, this is a this book is gigantic. This is a cool. gigantic book and like a very heavy. a coffee table book? Bigger than a coffee table. Oh, <laughs> it's, wow. This is a really big book. Yeah, this is a really big book. But it was $65 at the Hall of Fame. I got it on Amazon for $45. And then they had a $5 coupon off of a $15 purchase. So I paid $40 for it. So I said, okay, that's good. And I obviously haven't read it yet, uh, but there's a lot of pictures of 50 years of the Rolling of Rolling Stone magazine. And I I saw a lot of this when I was at the hall of fame, a lot of uh, covers, a lot of interviews with different artists, the history of how the Rolling Stone magazine started. So if you're into music, This might be – and maybe uh, you're looking for the gift for someone who has everything but is really into music. This might be something to look into. And they does have one of those uh, look inside previews on Amazon, so you can kind of take a look at it a little
0: bit before you buy. That's a great one. Yeah. hmm. Nice.
1: Might have to look into that one. Well. Yeah. now that we've talked about the stuff that we bought this week, why don't we go to our picks and see what we're we're going to uh, what we would like to buy with our our play money? So why don't we start with uh, uh, Let's start with uh, Melissa. What do you have? There? Okay.
0: So this is just something I've been eyeing up. It's not something I necessarily need, but it's just something that would be really really cool. It's a Logitech. It says Logitech MX Master wireless mouse. It says high precision sensors, speed adaptive scroll wheel, thumb scroll wheel, easy to switch up to three devices, and it comes in a couple of different colors. It's just one of those really sexy looking mice. It's just you know it looks like it's all form fitted for your palm, and it's got the side wheel buttons and the forward buttons, and it's just got all kinds of buttons. And it's so got, it's uh, it's on sale for eighty nine ninety, so it fits within our price range.
1: It looks like it has a little button on the bottom there to switch between your devices because I see one two three on there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what it says in the okay. that's probably what it means in the title when yeah. it says you can switch between Bluetooth. devices.
1: Okay. That mm-hmm. would be kinda mm-hmm. cool if you're uh you know see, is that Bluetooth or has that got a dongle?
0: It looks like it charges and I believe it's Bluetooth because it is okay. wireless.
1: Because if it was Bluetooth and you could use it on your tablets.
0: It says you can use it both. It says a receiver or Bluetooth. Okay. See, and I don't like having the receiver because I hate having to take up one more Port by that yeah. thing because, as you know, I'm using a, a USB-C Mac, and so everything's going through my dock. And it's one more thing to plug into my dock. And sometimes I know certain Logitech mice do not play well if the receiver is plugged into a dock and not directly into the the Mac itself or into the keyboard. So I that's why I'm looking for something that's Bluetooth specific.
1: Okay, yeah, because I like, especially like on my uh, Surface tablet. Um, I prefer, I got one USB port on there. I like to keep that open. So yeah, I prefer Bluetooth, uh, mm-hmm. for that so that I, if I want to plug in a USB key, I can. Um, now, uh, he, uh, Elise, Elise here, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> looks, looks tasty. And, um, uh, and you know,
2: so when you're done playing with your mouse, you can eat. There you go. So this is a Philips turbo star air fryer. It's, uh, $160 right now, but it's out of stock.
0: It's probably um, a reason for
2: that. (laughs) Yeah, they'll 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 bring it. It's got two five star reviews. They were just uh, put up this last couple of weeks. The person says, "Freaking amazing! How did I not know of this until now?" That was one (laughs) of the reviews, and it's basically it says that you can now fry with air instead of oil. It uses one tablespoon of oil or less to make French fries or chicken or whatever kind of food you know, uh, uh, chicken wings, anything that you would want to normally put in. A deep fat fryer, or use oil to cook. Mm-hmm. You can do air frying, and um, I think it was Suzie who told me once that she had made, or her son had an air fryer and made French fries, and said they were unbelievable.
1: Oh yeah, we we uh, my wife uh, has. We don't have this one. I don't remember which one it is. It's one that was uh, she bought through QVC. Actually, she started out with one, and then she got the bigger one. And we use this quite often. Uh, french fries, rather than heating them in the microwave, you put them in here, they come out nice and crispy. Uh, or potato wedges, things like that. We've used it to warm up... Uh, uh, I forget what all she's put in there, onion rings, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's basically, you know, it's a convection oven type deal. Um, but it does – And if uh, you
0: use the right oil, it could be healthy too because if yeah. you use avocado oil or, you know, one of the other oils that aren't the saturated fatty kind. so.
1: Right. No, actually, I don't think – We don't usually uh, – especially like if we're just heating up stuff, we don't put uh, oil in there. We just – because uh, a lot of this stuff is pre-cooked already has oil in it. But it works a lot better. Uh-huh. It works a lot better for heating it up. You don't have to start up your oven to do it. And uh, like, see okay. this one here, uh, you can set the temperature and the time on it. So you can, uh, or ours, we can set the temperature and time. I don't exactly see. It looks like there's a, oh, you just have a time. Oh no, I see. The temperature's on the top, and you got uh, two dials on there. We got a digital readout, so you can punch in, you know, your temperature and your time uh, that you want the yeah, stuff says, to cook. Yeah, it says it grills, roasts, and bakes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't. We haven't gotten too creative with it, but uh, no, we you know really like it for some things because, uh, like, say, sometimes we'll have some potato wedges, and uh, when I'm cooking for myself, um, uh, I can just throw it in there and heat it up, and it's you know it's it's a guy kind of cooking. It's not overly. I'm complicated.
0: glad you say this for for the end because I'm already thinking about all the things my husband would cook with this because yeah. he is the major foodie and he does enjoy foodie gadget kind of things like this stuff.
1: Okay, so this uh <laughs> this may be something that he likes and well and like I say Yeah in this big kind of, time and uh, we haven't you know really cooked with it yet and you know you can but like I say even just for warming up stuff uh and you know french fries and that kind of stuff, it's really nice for that. So um well I think that'll bring this uh episode of uh uh Geekish River to Oh, wait a minute. I guess I have a quick there's one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that uh, Melissa's been chomping at the bit oh, come at on. You're about only me. Yeah, I know why, and you- I and I don't understand it. You don't really.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. Why? Why? Would I, I don't I- understand. I don't understand the appeal. Uh, it's
0: cool. It's cool AF. <laughs> well, uh, AF.
1: Well, basically, <laughs> what it is is, Luke, I am your Bluetooth speaker. Uh, hopefully that came out well on your end. I should have practiced before, but basically I, I just got shaken his head right now. Yeah. what of <laughs> these people on, but anyway, um, and I just got this email this morning cause I'm sitting here. What do I want to pick? And I had one thing and then this email from Amazon coming. I'm going, yeah, this is it. So this is the Plox official star Wars, levitating death star, Bluetooth speaker. Uh, what else do you need to know? It's Bluetooth speaker and it's Death
0: Star. And it levitates. And it's it fucking levitates. levitates.
1: <laughs> yes. It's got a magnet in there. So, yeah, you can sit there and spin it around. And, yeah, and I saw this. And I go, yeah, If this is like the epitome of geek.
0: It doesn't need a Death Star, a yeah. levitating Death Star in the living room? Come on.
1: Yeah, Now all it needs to do is put a laser in there and have it shoot out. Then that would, you know, that would be the pinnacle, uh, absolute pinnacle. But you'd probably take somebody's eye out with the laser. But, um
0: <laughs> I'd love to see my dog checking this out. What the hell <laughs> uh
1: it would be fun to watch the cat sit there and try to bat this yeah. thing. I wonder how stable uh-huh. it is in the uh, levitating part there, but yeah, I saw this and I thought, yeah, this is uh, this is like the ultimate geek uh thing, and uh it's only a hundred and fifty five dollars yeah.
0: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of this and text it to my little brother and say, "Baby brother, if I had play money, if I had real money instead of play money, I would get this for you." So the thought counts, right? Oh yeah,
1: it's it's always a thought that counts. The pocketbook, you know, you know, whatever. That's just minor, but yeah, I saw this and I thought, yeah, this is just uh, just the kind of thing that any you know self-respecting geek would just love. And
2: that is super cool. Well, I think because I'm not a Star Wars fan
1: yeah that could be if you're it's, not if is you're,
2: why it doesn't really do much for me
1: if you're not in the universe yeah and no. uh <laughs> yeah, well yeah and, well yeah and you know uh uh Lisa I know you said that you're not a you know a sci-fi fan so yeah this is probably you're just sitting there scratching your head going okay whatever um now, if this was like a levitating ball of yarn, would that do something for you? <laughs> yeah, that
0: would be totally different. I'd be all over okay, it. That's yeah, right. See.
1: As long that's as it, le- but hey, you know, it levitates.
0: It's- make a version that way. I bet you can wrap yarn around this.
2: <laughs> oh, that's yeah, but then it won't be the Death Star anymore.
1: <laughs> uh, It'll
0: be the Yarn Star. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Wow, the Yarn Star. And with a, kn- a knitting needle sticking out of it
2: yeah
1: exactly well see okay we've created a a sub business for these guys just you know uh you know it could be a baseball it could be you know anything you know just uh all i gotta do is just stick a different shell on there and they got it made so all right um but yeah that's my pick and so um you know with that now i think we will actually bring the show to a close here and um you know we'll start uh, we'll we'll uh, I'll introduce ourselves here so uh, if people want to know more about us and find out about us then you'll check this out so uh Melissa where can people find out more about you
0: You can find out more about me by going to the macmommy.com or you can look for me on Twitter I'm online all over at the macmommy and I also do a podcast with David Ginsberg we call it In Touch with iOS and we talk about a lot of the stuff that I talked about in the beginning of the show and we go into you know in depth and not near as many swear words, it's something you can listen to with your kids in the car. So go check it out at in Touch with ios.com.
1: And, Elisa, where can people find out about you?
0: Well, I think people
2: already know plenty about all three of us. But if they're interested in even more, I'm on Twitter, at SenseiDai, and 3 number three spelled out, which is the podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. We just released an episode this past week, and it was about uh, Suze's brand-new i phone 10 and Vicki finally broke and got an Apple watch. So they talk about their experiences with those devices.
1: Um, and if people want to find out more about me, uh, you can, uh, uh, and what I'm doing, and sometimes on Twitter and Facebook, I post pictures of me uh, rolling my pickup in the farm simulator game and uh, running on top of bales and doing stupid stuff like that. But if you do want to see that kind of stuff, you can check me out on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. And if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geeky com. reviews and iTunes are always welcome. And we thank everyone who does that. And, uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show as much as, uh, we have had here uh, as much as we've, uh, have sitting here just being goofy and silly and, you know, our rotating death stall stars, ball of yarn or whatever. Um, but all that
0: uh, and a, and a levitating ball of yarn. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so if you love that, you know, go check it out. But, uh, Otherwise don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek? Yeah, I think just a straight
2: ad, don't you? Yeah. Like what what would we say? Like tech fan podcast or uh, Are
1: you are you interested in technology and gadgets? Uh-huh. Do you um want to listen to two guys
0: who know technology and gadgets? Are we claiming to be those guys?
1: Yes. <laughs> well, there, there we go. Are we claiming to be that? Be those guys? You be the judge. Tech fan podcast. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah? Let's use that as an yeah? ad.